Blog Talk Radio. It's the Tim and Tom Show on the Wide Men Radio Network, blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't jump. The Tim and Tom Show is a unique look from two guys who have lived life to the fullest and now are looking back at the celebrities, news stories, and other things in a changing world and giving you their honest reactions. The Tim and Tom Show is brought to you by the law offices of Stephen P. New of newlawoffice.com. Also brought to you by Makeup Kennedy at Facebook.com slash Makeup Kennedy and brought to you by WowFreeCam.com. It is available anywhere and everywhere you find podcasts. And now we go to your host of the Tim and Tom Show. Here's TR and Tim. Take it away. It's Thursday night and you know what that means. That's another edition of Tim and Tom After Dark. It's actually episode nine. So if you trigger easily, if you're a liberal or a millennial, time to find that safe space, Snowflakes, because it is not going to be a good show for you tonight. We're uh, just holding on for the arrival of Mr. T.R. Shock himself, Tom Robinson, who is, of course, probably crying at the result of the basketball game, but he should be with us shortly. It's been another crazy, crazy week in Celebrityville, where the celebrities continue to do crazy things that make no sense to the rest of us. And, of course, this filters down into the real world, where the crazies and loons continue to do things that no one can make any sense out of. It's just a crazy world we live in. So, Thomas, um, as we wait for Mr. There we have him. He's on board. Ladies and gentlemen, I give to you the one and the only Tom Robinson. Tom. What's up, uh, big dog? I just, uh, I I'm just sorry about the. I, uh, I just sent thirty I just seconds sent the millennials away. fleeing. I, I told the people you were probably a little bit disappointed in the result of the basketball game, so you might need a moment to compose yourself. But uh, I laid it down with the liberals and the millennials and the snowflakes to watch out because tonight it's not going to be a good ride for them. Well, that's an understatement because I wanted the fucking Warriors and. They had a chance to get a shot, and they fucking, uh, instead of Steph Curry or, you know, Kevin Durant, it went to uh, Dre Black Green, and he fucking <laughs> just jerked off and fell on the ball. And, uh, you know, he, he resisted the ball like he was being arrested just a couple seconds ago. And, uh, I thought he was in anyway. a Starbucks, did he? Yeah, yeah. Or a Waffle Anyhow, House, uh, perhaps? Yeah, I was trying to plug this show, and then I realized it was 1130. And uh, so, anyway, here I am. What do we got? All right, Jimmy? well, let's get, let's get rolling, because it's, it's, we're going to start crazy, just to prove that we're not uh, racists. We're going to go after two chubbies from Largo, which I believe is in Florida. Uh, these two idiots, uh, husband and wife, I believe, um, Went to the Walmart, and we know, you know, we all know what kind of people the Walmart attracts on a on a regular. That's gonna day. be my fucking. That's gonna be my job soon, probably. But go it ahead. could be mine too. I might make a hell of a Walmart greeter, I think. Uh, anyway, uh, these two idiots they hijack a uh, one of those you know motorized carts from Walmart because uh, they're so fat and stupid, and they zip it down the street. Well, not down the street. Apparently, a couple of miles to a sports bar where they <laughs> proceed to 
the only thing that made sense of the whole story is they proceeded to tie one on. But when uh, con- confronted by a local police, uh, denied uh, uh, taking the cart, and uh, were and but were ultimately arrested, yeah, arrested on charges molested. of grand theft. They were molested. Well, they probably were actually if they were booked. They were molested and then arrested with uh, for grand theft. Yeah, I uh, I didn't see this story. And I have no idea. I guess it's Key Largo or some fucking song, some terrible song from the past about Key Largo. So uh, I don't know. I guess something that, something that Jimmy Buffett it, should sing. Yeah, uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna already get the racist card for defending this because one of my heroes was the possum, George Jones, the late great George Jones from country music fame, and he. Uh, his wife at the time was Tammy Wynette and she wanted to stop his drinking and possible drinking and driving. So he hid, she hid his keys and his alternative was to take the fucking uh, lawnmower uh, that he sat on and did his grass <laughs> and well, at least he drove didn't it steal to the bar. Jack the lawnmower. No, he didn't steal it. Of course he didn't steal it. So that's the white well, trash. That, now that's a already. story. You know, George Jones is caught at the Walmart jacking a a John Deere lawnmower to hit down to the bar. Exactly. That's a song. <clears throat> but 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 he he got pulled over and got a DUI anyway. Uh, so fuck you, Tammy Wynette. Ouch. Uh, Ouch. George is well, dead. I, think, I don't know where she's right? at. How's how's our audio? Um, because I just fucking kicked, rushed, rushed up the steps. Uh, sounds good. Uh, no. Uh, uh. No intermittent noises so far, anyway. Yeah, well, I mean, stealing it from Walmart, I don't know. You know, believe it or not, in in my uh, financial tax bracket, you would think that I frequented Walmart, but that's not the case. I'm really not familiar with the security or how that works. Me neither. uh, The thing that struck me about it, though, is that you're so fucking fat. Like okay, I'm coming. You know, this is not the. Oh, I. I'm not a. I'm not, I'm not a tiny guy. You know. Now you got. I'm the not point. a tiny guy. But even I would not fucking jack a fucking motorized cart from Walmart to go to a bar, of all places. Where I'll so these fatter. two sweaty fatos, who needed a an oxygen tank to walk around the aisles. I I didn't factor in that part because I was kind of, in a huff, as they say. Um, they stole these vehicles, not really like in George Jones's case, out of necessity, out of fatness. I mean, can you imagine the getaway video? I mean, I'm not sure how fast a Walmart motorized cart goes, but I can't imagine it's all that quick. Then put two. I think one of the on. brothers that works in fucking uh, in the warehouse could have fucking tracked them down, like. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, Carl you would think Lewis. this had to be not a conspicuous getaway as these two slowly crawled out of the Walmart parking lot for a half hour. Makes remember me think that of picture a, of the McGuire twins? Yeah, I was just about to say you'd know their names. I couldn't remember the uh, the two Chuckies on uh, on, uh, on a little Honda motorcycles with their immenseness spilling over in all directions. My 600-pound life, yeah. Got it. Yeah, now. so that's something. So, so I guess it just goes to show you that uh, you know that a lot of times these stories involve 
African-American people. And, you know, they do dumb shit too, but let's not ever count out the white race from from stupidity because Lord knows we can hang with the best when we want to. Which leads me to the next story. This one's going to touch at you. I don't know, are you, are you a big fan of... Uh, of the Burger King, by any chance? Um, a night like tonight, when I've had a few, the Burger King might get, you know, you a, want a, a, a knock on the drive-thru. Okay, but Actually, would you be, you know, do you all, love Burger King? Yeah, it's all the same. I, I, do you love Burger King so much that you'd wait until they were closed and then break into uh, a Burger King? No. Nah, the Whopper doesn't do that. Okay, and then, it, and then it gets and then it gets better. This guy who makes, who is also white and from Florida, and makes the uh, two Walmart escapees look like nothing for size. This guy's big. Uh, he broke into the fast food restaurant at, after they closed, and drank 25 gallons of oil from the deep fryers. I saw that. I saw that. He has like a fucking big old neck that rolls right into his head or whatever. That's right. Uh, yeah, he doesn't have a he, he his his neck he doesn't have a neck. He just has a head. Big slob with goatee. He looks, you know, he looks like he me looks when I grow my hair like with, with ac- he, he looks like me when I grow my hair a little bit if I had acromegaly or whatever they call that fucking thing. Giantism, gigantism, that fucking dude. I, 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 I'm leaning, I'm leaning towards. Uh, this can't be real, can it? Well, if it's not, when I, when I saw it, I, I was saying, there's, if, if that's real, I mean, I was questioning the story we had a couple of weeks ago about that bitch that was talking about with the purple hair or whatever that was saying. You need yeah, to that turned out to be so true. It hurt. So I haven't seen this one anywhere else. Hypothetically, this fucking guy, I didn't even click on it to read it, but I just saw his face and his stupid neck. And ugh, um, I don't know. What do you think? I you mean, think can you Virginia? imagine? Where's it, where's it located? Uh, it's in Florida. It doesn't say where. It just says in Florida. I mean, there are some. I've been okay, on Miami, a load. Florida. I've been on a load. I've been on a load before, and. Uh, Contrary to uh, public opinion, I don't do the coke to stay awake. I just keep drinking, and it, it acts as its own speed, so to speak, and I get hungry at the end of my journey. And I've looked around, and I've considered some strange things, but uh, putting that my fat my head thought. into oil. I mean, you're in no. a Burger King where, okay, maybe there's not, like, burgers made or anything, but there would be, like... Right. I would have to think there'd have to be something edible there besides fucking fryer oil. I mean, good lord, twenty-five gallons. Now, twenty-five gallons. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's not I... like you drank like a pitcher full or something. Twenty-five gallons is a lot. We're gonna have to keep an eye on this one and see if it's true. But if it is, oh my god, that thing can do a whole new low. So I at least know I got that going for me that I. I've never even occurred to me to drink from a, a deep fryer ever. So I haven't bottomed out yet. That was your inspirational story for me. Of the well, week. I'm, I'm, yeah, okay, fair, fair enough. I'm trying to tell you things could get worse. Like if I find you sucking yeah. on the pipe of a deep fryer outside of McDonald's, we're going to have to have another intervention. Yet again. 
Well, I thought a dick was bad, but now I feel better. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, so there's that. Um, all right, so we'll, we'll, like I said, we'll keep our eyes open on that one to see if we can verify that one or not. Uh, next up, this one's a little bit in your neighborhood, I guess, sort of. Hey, I can hear I can hear bottles. Cool. Oh, great audio for for the viewing or listening audience. Me uh, reaching for another beer. We got a little look behind the curtain. There. Let me let me Anyways. let me let me let me break into real life as to why. Uh, before right, the next right, story. Ahead. Simultaneously, while I was watching the uh, Golden State Warriors be so smug that they didn't have Iguodala play tonight, and didn't let anybody know until the game already started, and I made my first wrong prediction in forever. Uh, because his defense is very valuable. They're so smug that they didn't need Iggy to play uh, to handle Houston because they believe they could win two in a row, which they probably will because they're such fucking jerk-offs. But anyway, uh, I heard something in the kitchen of my palatial estate here in Clifton Heights, Pennsylvania. And uh, without going into too much detail, it was a mouse that had a vertical leap of fucking Michael Jordan. I now hold I on. I kid you not. Are I you have a cat sure, too. Are you sure that this is not, in fact, just you dreaming uh, the Looney Tunes uh, cartoon where the mouse is, in fact, a baby kangaroo? Dude, I'm drinking. That's it. And a fucking you know, you know over the, the years, do maybe you know the cartoon in question. Oh sure. Where Sylvester, you know, where the, the the baby, the Sylvester's son goes in, and it's just a mouse, and then every time Sylvester goes in, it's a kangaroo, and it kicks the shit out of him. Sure. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I mean, just... fast forward to me. Sorry, I missed because you missed some of my references, but I, I actually didn't. But I was still uh, secretly at 290 pounds, terrified about walking into the kitchen because there's you know there's what, something about what, what, what am I? What am I gonna do, dude? I have I have a thirty eight with hollow point bullets still from like nineteen ninety. Do nothing. <laughs> and range bullets. What am I gonna do? Just fucking blow my cat's laying looking out the window like the pussy he is, no pun. The cat doesn't want and, any if it's a rat, the cat doesn't want any part of it. Well, I don't think it's a rat. I I you know. K Fabe. Anyhow, um <laughs> Or if it's a mouse. Well, sometimes cats don't. They gotta be. They gotta give a reason. You know, they gotta care. If he's full, they gotta be motivated. Oh God, yeah. What the fuck, man? You might have seen it and went, "Well, fuck, I don't really need to eat." So, okay, I know you're over there, but you stay out of my way. Uh, You might live tonight. Yeah. I looked on the internet and they said put black pepper down, and you know, then the mice will. Go. It's been like four or five in like twenty years that I've ever seen like actually inside. So I'm a little disheveled tonight um, for right now, especially with that fucking asshole. Speaking of rats, Draymond Green. Why the fuck would you give the ball to that <laughs> asshole? The next OJ oh, Simpson. We'll never know. When you have a chance for we a three-pointer, you throw it to him. Fucking, co- you know, it might have cost them the series. Big a doll play, and they'll win the next two. But they fucked up my streak of, you know, promoting shit. Oh, and oh all people are pissed off about that. All right, I, I follow you. All right. So anyway, you got a, you've got a, uh, a mouse on steroids, possibly, and a and a cat who can't be bothered. Cat doesn't give That's two fucks. Up, pretty much. I feel like shooting a cat Coming with up. a thirty-eight and leaving the mouse as my pet. 
Yeah, it might be. Yeah, I don't know. I've heard of mouse mice for pets, so I guess there's a possibility of that. Now, I guess this audio will be taken as not a responsible gun owner. Um, so it's just uh, kind of exaggerating <laughs> a real yeah, life you situation. Just a whole, there was fucking twenty-one-year-old no fucks fleeing in droves when you mentioned that, that you owned a gun. How dare you? Killer. My daughter's Child twenty-one, killer. and she won't. My daughter's 21, and she, she doesn't even tell anybody that I do this. Like, even the basketball show, which isn't like we do, you know, our flagship show on this network where we actually talk to people. No, I don't know. My dad's, like, driving or something, you know, and whatever. Then, come on. At least half of the population of the United States agrees with us, at least, on a, on a bad day. So that's what, 160 million people? The yeah, fucking flyover space just laugh at all this shit. Yeah, the, the 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 middle of your country just giggles when when we talk shit because they know it's true. Yeah. Except for West Virginia, but anyway. Uh, speaking right, of sorry West to Virginia, break out. I, I just wanted to ex- uh, explain why I was. No, no, little... that's uh, that's relevant. We that we may come back to that yet. Um, so our next uh, story, which uh, you may think is you may be able to offer some insight into perhaps and from different angles. Uh man from New Jersey who has just recently moved to West Virginia gets drunk wow. with a skunk. Okay, yeah, that's odd enough right there. That's a story all by itself probably, but um so he gets drunk. Smart enough though to get an Uber home. And but because he's just only moved to New Jersey or to West Virginia he puts in his New Jersey address, so and wakes up, you know, 300 kilometers down the road, headed home, and goes, "Oh shit! How in the fuck am I $1,635.93 for a bill for the trip?" I'm like, "How the hell am I going to pay for this? I don't have $1,635." But apparently, social media is a wonderful thing. Um, word got out, and uh, some company in New Jersey that some food place, uh, Eat Clean, founder of Eat Clean Bro in Freehold, New Jersey. Never heard of it, don't know where that is. Blah, 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 blah. They paid for, paid for it for him and said, you know, thanks for being responsible enough to get in an Uber and not drive when you were drunk. You know, you could have killed somebody, yourself, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, we'll, we'll take the hit for you this time around. I now, wish you would have pretty... just felt. Go ahead. Well, that's a pretty that's good. Pretty that's pretty Well, one has to, I'm looking for the angle here somewhere. This is America. Like, what the fuck? Guy does right thing. I... Company I'm does in... right by well... guy who does right thing. What the hell? I'm an Uber guy, you know, I drive for Uber and Lyft, and the one thing I dislike immensely, even though I'm a drunk, uh, because I hate myself, and that's a reflection of the way I look at everybody else, if there's a drunk who's half my age, the difference is I used to have some respect and still do to those who are helping me, uh, they're all mouthy and shit, so I imagine this guy got this, it's, it's, a, it's a young guy, right? Yeah, well, university, so, you know, 20, 20 oh, probably. Oh, figure. 28. Yeah, hey, <laughs> what a surprise, three right? shots, I am fucked up. <laughs> so, 
Well, that's why I'm looking for the wrong, angle, eh? Wrong address. The dude's like jackpot, you know, because you, you get paid, man. That fucking people underestimate that shit. I've I've had great weeks, you know, but anyhow, three states is a little bit far. I I might have confirmed with the asshole or physically threw him out of the car like I've done once or twice, allegedly. Um, <laughs> that. Go ahead, sir. No, you can you can talk. I'm just trying to figure well, that out. Leads, like, that, well, that leads me to to my question was going to be, how obligated are you as the as the Uber driver? Like zero. Um, I'll I'll speak in the third person. The uh, the policy is to uh, you know try to take care of your customers, et cetera, et cetera, in any way possible, and and we frown on drinking under the influence or driving under the influence, excuse my verbiage. Um, However, you are a partner. You're not an employee. You're a driver partner. And I'll I'll just tell you a little story. I don't give a fuck. I'll tell you a story. I was downtown in in Center City, and a dude named, like, uh, I-N-N-A, Inna. There's no corny joke from me there. That was his real name, uh it was 17th and Samson or something downtown Philadelphia for you global listeners. Um, I see him in a rear view. He's not at the address, but I see him in a rear view walking with his cell phone. He's walking straight. And I, uh, you know, I wait and he gets in and uh, he doesn't say anything. I was like, well, you know, you, you good. Or are you, I didn't even know how to say that fucking name uh, in a bad neighborhood. It should have said the last name, but anyhow, um, he confirms that that's him and I said boom start trip I turn I end up like making another left on Chestnut Street and I see you know they usually sit behind you which you learn to deal with it's kind of creepy at first like you know somebody behind you could fucking uh, what's that godfather Luca Brazzi or fucking anything Take you know um, and choke you out Anything, yeah. Uh, so, but you get used to it. And this motherfucker, I see in the rear view. He his head's out the fucking window, and he's vomiting on the side of my car. I go, yo, what the fuck, dude? And he goes, and he goes, man, leave me alone. And I go, no. And I pull the fuck over and I put the, put the blinkers on. I go, open the fucking door, man. He says, uh, keep fucking driving. And I don't know about you, Tim. Most of my blackouts were under the influence. But I had a uh, a blackout from that keep fucking driving moment until I saw this body hurling like I was doing a fucking uh, discus toss on Chestnut Street. <laughs> this vomity, disgusting inner person. And... uh Anyway, I tossed them out the back, and luckily I carry a jug of water when I do that side job, a.k.a. Bob Levy, if you're listening. <laughs> uh, so I do that side job of Uber and Lyft, and I uh, poured the water down the side, and it was only, like, liquid and not, like, chunky bullshit. And he he was not Ew. resisting at that point, and I, I just got out of there. But I knew that there would be some outrage, if you will, so I preemptively struck 
and and once I got out of Dodge, I I put a straightforward message to uh, Uber or Lyft. Allegedly, it could have been any of them companies. I could be making this whole thing up. Um, it was probably no, Uber, actually. Yeah, Luber. It was for Luber. It was Luber. Um, so yeah, I, I I put a preemptive strike, if you will, and said I was uh, racially accosted, verbally threatened, and uh, felt physically threatened. So I asked this person to leave, and they ended up leaving at Chestnut Street, and that's why the trip got shut abruptly. And uh, and for sure, I'm still, I'm still you cool. didn't know it, but. But after reflection, you you felt you were body shamed, also. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, after absolutely. after pausing to think about it for a moment, after I brought it up, I haven't posted on Instagram since. I haven't posted well, on Instagram since. How you like? You just don't feel like yourself to go back there. Was this gentleman uh, not Caucasian? I assume from that he name. was uh, he was a little dark, but not dark like uh, Wesley Snipes dark, not. You maybe know, not Afro, not maybe not Afro American, but something else. Whatever that was. Jim Cornette would Jamaican, say, uh, Caribbean, Bahamian. He was not. He was not so black that lightning bugs follow him around in the daytime. But he was uh, definitely not Caucasian. That's um, true. And and his age was approximately. Yo, stop with your report. Yeah. It's just an alleged story here. Yes, that I know. I'm not trying really to allegedly happened. get the facts. Under thirty? Um, likely not. More than likely, not thirty-five or above. Okay, so on the fringe of millennialism. When somebody's in your car that you pay for and you pay the insurance for, and they say keep fucking driving while they're puking on it. Oh, don't are you that's fucking kidding me? Fucking yeah, no, that's see you later, buddy. Don't you? And I'm six ninety. Like, it's just not a good move. Not a wise move. Anyway, probably right, never so happened. Established it. So, but, so, for this story, anyway, uh, <clears throat> do, you, do you think maybe it was more that the, the company is just looking for some free publicity? Well, we cost them 1600 bucks, but what's that in the world of advertising these days? Oh, no, I, I kind of didn't address that. Like, if that douchebag fell asleep in my car, I would totally do the same thing. And be like, this is what you put in, dude. And yeah, I don't know the really... problem with the Uber driver taking them to where he asked them, to where he told them to take them. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, I mean, he it had used to, to be a money making to get that address in there. It used to be such corruption with the money making DUIs, as you may know, I had one of those, and uh, my DUI was my buddy Mark asked me to pick him up. And he was drunk, and I, of course, I was feeling good, but, you know, mothers against dry, drunk driving, I, you know, sorry for your losses and so forth. But it was a money-making cash cow in this part of the country for a while, to a point it was getting ridiculous. Um, my buddy Mark decided to jump out of my passenger seat, stand on his fucking deal and hang out the window and say, baby, and mess with these chicks across the street. And we had a cop right behind us and he pulled me over and guess who was in the, uh, it's called the roundhouse in Philadelphia. 
about a half hour later, I'm in the roundhouse, and I have a CDL license, for Christ's sake, because I was like one point something, zero, zero point oh eight or some shit is the, that's the equivalent of two beers. And uh, I wasn't quite as big, but I was 250 at the time. And I ended up, I got roughed up too. I mean, and I'm white. I got twos and I look like a biker, but I'm not black, but I didn't resist arrest. I just thought it really sucked of these sucky cops to like put me in this position knowing I had a CDL, but I didn't resist arrest and go, yo, what the fuck, man? Why are you pulling me over? I just kind of went I'm with it. This guy. And I got roughed up. I got thrown in the back of the van and whatever. I kind of hit the side of my shoulder. But I didn't feel violated because they are the authority. I mean, I didn't sue anybody. and you know, It sucked. But I was out in a day and a half. And, you know, I paid a lot of money and lesson learned, I guess. I kept my CDL because back however many years ago it was, you only got a uh, one month suspension if it was your if it was your first time and you can go through ARD and get it expunged or whatever. But I don't know. I'm ruining our show with my fucking personal demons. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get serious. We're gonna leave the Uber driver behind and um, we're gonna move on to this Fuck next that kid, story. Whoever he this, is. Yeah. This one. This one pisses me off. This one gets me going. Uh, British British family. This one's from Britain. A little bit different look. Do um, they have bad teeth on the picture? Uh, no, they, they they must because they have their mouths closed. So I'm going to guess they do. Um, this is so fucked up. Um, British family, daddy is the mummy. Mummy is the daddy. Oh, and the four-year-old thing. son. And the four-year-old son is being raised to gender, gender neutral. So they don't treat her like a boy or a girl. They just let it. They let it do what it wants. So if it wants to wear a dress, it wears a dress. If it wants to dress like a boy, it dresses like a boy. If it wants to grow its hair long and have a ponytail, whatever, it doesn't matter, because it's uh, they don't want the pressure of uh, a gender identity being placed upon their four-year-old. Now that alone to me is weird enough, but the fact that the man. This child was conceived by this man and woman in a normal way. Now, the man is taking drugs to become a woman, and uh, and then the, the man is uh, gen- uh, uh, claims to alter his gender expression on a daily basis. Sometimes he's a dude, and sometimes he's a female. In his words. Oh, God, with this confusion. I'm confused how to pay a a fucking uh, bill on time. Yeah, me too. So now I'm thinking to myself, how in the hell does this work? Uh, I hate to be... Is that kid just going to be set up for therapy for life? Oh, absolutely already. I... I, I, why couldn't fucking the dude that went a la Akbar and fucking plowed through the fucking sidewalk and hit those two fucking hit a few of these idiots. people? Not the kid. The kid. Well, I mean, the kid is the unfortunate offspring of these fucking dumbbells. You know, like we're trying to we're trying to raise our child in a completely gender neutral environment. First of all, I, I have to ask why. 
men and women are different. Not just biologically. We're different. Put two, and if you don't believe it, give it give a problem uh, of any kind. Give it to two men and give it to two women, and then see what kind of ideas they come up with for solving the problem. They won't even be close because men and women think differently because they're different. This for the sake of argument, though, for the sake of argument, I am I am upstairs bitching out. Because of that mouse I referred to earlier, but continue. Okay, but but I know, man. My, actually, my father scared shitless of mice, like up on the chair, scared. Which I had to break it to him that you know, Dad, they can climb. When I'm up on the chair, it's which, suicide. But anyway. Yeah, which didn't which didn't go over very well. But um, I don't even know where this. Like I said, I don't. I, I just I don't get it. Uh, I guess like for yourself. <laughs> If if you want to make that choice to be whatever it is that you aren't right now, I guess that's up to you. I'm not a fan of them whipping it on the four-year-old, though. That's where that, I draw the line. That's, that's a little fucked up, and, uh, you know, it's it's all over. It's, it's fucking – it's not all over the reality. It's a small percentage, but it's, it's, it's still it out gets there, so though. much publicity – and maybe we're we're adding to the problem for addressing it, but um, we do want to say I guess I should do an asterisk because my old comic friend Danny Ozark is uh, in transition right now as Karen, a, a frequent guest on our sports shows, at Joe Matt fan. Joe Matt, she I got to call him she now is obsessed with Joe Matteris. Uh So you know I've I've dealt with. Um, transgender confusion but when you're doing that and involving a young child i mean just chop their fucking head off like that remember that black terrorist in fucking london who just chopped that fucking guy's head off and then he's it's having an interview cool Ugh. it's just not fucking cool kids it's are gonna just... go to school like and and my thing with it too i'm gonna take it just a little bit further and we'll leave it be um, they think they're doing this kid a favor. Well, he like they don't they won't even address it as he or she. It's just the child. The child likes to play with cars and trucks and Barbie dolls and dresses. Well, so where is it written that? I mean, okay, traditionally, you know, okay, boys don't play with Barbies, but there's nothing really wrong with that if your boy wants to play with a Barbie for twenty minutes, and if a girl wants to play trucks and cars. That doesn't mean she's a boy or that, that there's something going on there that, that needs dealing with. She just likes to play with cars and trucks. Just leave it alone. What does it matter? But, you know, we got to whip our – you know, it's just another case of where, well, I feel this way about this, so I have to whip this shit on everybody else too. Like I said, as far as the parents go, if they're happy transitioning or becoming opposite of what they were born, I don't get it, but I won't say that they don't have the right to do it. Because I think they they do, but don't ever ask me to understand it. That's all, or that I have to somehow feel good for them because they uh, cut their dicks off. Like I just, I'm I'm fucking confused by that whole thing. Uh, we are on the wrong side of currency and fucking publicity because this common sense thing that we have. Um, 
it's not in vogue right now, apparently. Um, no, it's you're supposed to listen to your feelings and and just be what you want to be in the moment. Because it's okay to like to indulge yourself is okay. But like I said, let's. I mean, we'll we'll see twenty years from now where all this shit ends up. Oh, that'll be Melinda's action. That's yeah, how much it, of a mess it, we're in. Fucking slaughter them. Yeah, they may not live to see twenty years from now. Okay, like, what do you do when your kid comes home, and uh, or like, you know, is this kid allowed to socialize with anybody else? And how do you deal with all that when everybody else is a boy and a girl, or or whatever? And you're, but your kid, like, she's not in school yet; cause she's only four. How are you going to deal with that what in it, grade one? What is it biologically again? Like a boy or a girl? Like real? Uh, I believe it was. It's a girl. But they well, hold on, I gotta look. Um, no, it's a boy. It's a four-year-old son, but they half the pictures it looks like a girl because they don't cut a tear. Because if it doesn't want a haircut, which of course, what four-year-old boy wanted a haircut? Not this one. I can just leave my hair alone. Excellent. <laughs> a veritable, <laughs> a veritable leaf, leaf Garrett, leaf, leaf Garrett syndrome. Hey, there we've got it. We've just come up with it. Get on the phone to the pharmaceutical companies. We got a new one for you. Leaf Garrett disease. Or Kelly Lee, whoever whoever the actor that played that was. <laughs> Kelly Lee. He's still on TV. Um, yeah, I just saw him on the show just kidding. the other day. Oh God, no! Yeah, he 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 looks nothing like uh, that anymore. Yeah, he he's actually made a pretty good uh, uh, living. That dude. Surprising. He, he looked like he had some kind of a uh, condition, like a. Oh well. His yeah, face his face is, kind of, is kind of uh, marked up a bit. I'm not sure. Uh, but anyway, I just, we just want to say that you know, here at Weidman and the Tim and Tom Show, we don't begrudge you to be whatever you want to be. Don't ever, don't ever get me wrong on that. Just don't expect me to to celebrate your weirdness. That's all. Unless you're Karen, we like Karen. Okay, but but even for Karen, I will never I will never understand that. K- Karen can tell me a million times what's going through her head; it won't register. But I will never begrudge her the right to do it. That is a whole different set of things. I will never understand why you'd want to go through that. But then again, I guess maybe that's why I don't ever want to go through it. I don't know. See, I don't anyway. understand. Uh, I don't know. Uh, just one more point. I don't understand. I mean, poor kid, by the way, but I don't understand uh, the, the the looking like a chick, taking the estrogen, getting the fake titties, but still having your nine-inch dong. Like, um, I don't yeah. understand the thought process I think of, you gotta of go all chopping the way. it off either. Yeah, I mean, if, if, if you're that fucked up, that you you know you're a man living in a woman's body. Why would you want a nine inch cock between your legs with big tits? Well, I think you, if I'm not wrong, and we'll have to ask her perhaps, or maybe she doesn't even know. I want to say that to get it, or maybe not anymore. But at one point, I think you had to pass some kind of psychological screening. You know that you weren't that this was not you know for other reasons. You know, you were mentally ill or whatever else. I don't want to say mentally ill, but I guess that would really be what they're what they're getting at. That you're of sound mind when you make this decision. 
Mm. This uh, is a big one. Fuck them. But I hope those. But I hope those two freaks die before she turns. Before he or she turns six. Some crazy shit. Um, Allegedly. Let's move on to another one that's going to get us both fairly fired up. Uh, for different reasons, so Kendrick Lamar invites white woman up yeah. on stage to sing to sing his song, and then when she sings it, fucking freaks out because he, she said the word nigger, and you're not allowed to say that. Wow, you just said well, that n-word. Are you allowed I'm gonna above continue the border? To say it. I'm going to continue to say it for this whole story. And he can he can uh, send me a tweet telling me to stop, and I'm still not going to stop. If you can use the word, so can I. And her singing wow. it back to him, well, if she can, if he can use it on her, and and will use it in a public form, like it wasn't like he was talking to. He didn't write this multi-million dollar hit so only his black friends could hear it. He wrote this song. How many white people you think bought that song or bought that record? Millions. That don't bother him any. You're gonna bleep that word out for people for white people who bought the album? Fuck no. So if I can hear it, and it's okay for for you to throw it in my direction, and I can throw it right back at you. At least in the sense of I I can't sing your song and use the lyric you used because I'm not allowed to say that word. Oh, come on, give me a fucking break. Bullshit. All right. Let me, let me play devil. <laughs> Devil's average. Well, you can try. You can try. I, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, I am not uh, Lamar Odom. What's his name? Uh, Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. Um, I liked Run DMC when it was all about, uh, you know, partying and stuff. But anyhow, uh, so I, I'm not really familiar. I know he's a big name and he got some award recently or some shit. But let me play devil's advocate. Um, Roger Daltrey, uh, the who? Peter Townsend. Ah, who the fuck are you? And they bring a black dude. I guess that doesn't relate. I'm trying to think of a word. That, there's no word it's that offends white people. With this one. Let's just say, let's just say for for the stretching my analogy, which already fucking bombed, that uh, the black dude said, "Who the fuck are you?" And I went. What? Hold on. Stop playing, Pete. Pete was probably playing with a kid's dick on the side, by the way. Anyhow, uh, yeah. Fag. Pedophile. Anyhow. um, He would like to suck Mick Jagger's penis, but anyways. Whatever. Fucking freak. In his book. Um, So, anyhow, uh, if it was a terrible analogy. I was trying to think, but there is no word. Like, if somebody calls me a cracker, I don't really get mad or somebody calls me white trash I kind of go yeah, but the, well, it's yeah. not even the word though it's if you're going to write it would be like you calling this show Caucasians can't jump and then demanding that anyone who wasn't white cannot use the word Caucasian you have to call this show beep can't jump what that would be one sided wouldn't it well, it doesn't make sense. That would be, like, I understand. Okay, no, you can't You're not call, understanding what you I can't be you're, in a, you're not understanding what I just said. That would be one-sided and a bit racist if I would if I were to do what you said about exactly. making the show. But what I'm saying is is you can't demand 
if you're going to use the word in a public forum, in a money-making thing, it's different if he doesn't, you know, if he doesn't ever use the N-word, except when he's talking to other black people privately, and she uses it, and he's offended by that, then we may have an argument. But if you're going to put daughter, up something that you... Uh, what? Who, who, what who we pull up on stage? I'm just saying, like, you know, because there's a lack no. of communication. <laughs> no, but like I said, what I'm getting at is, it, like, that's different. You're going to put something out there that you want people to buy and listen to and consume, and you wrote it, then don't use that word if you don't want anybody else to use it. Like, if it's offensive, it has to be offensive all the time. It can, words can't be <laughs> offensive if only certain people use them. That's just retarded. And there's Finally, another word you're not gotten, supposed to use. I know you're not supposed to use retarded either because, you know, whatever. Yeah, but, well, I just don't um, cover for that one, but... Damon Wayans used to go on stage and go, no, 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 I'm retarded. But, and he was lauded and got an ABC TV family show. But um, we say retarded in at least my part of the country, meaning stupid, meaning like yeah, it's a not higher degree of, people who of have being, disabilities. Of course not. But, you know. We're not in that day and age anymore. That's part. That is also part of the problem. Like one of the uh, some blogger chick who I I don't know who the fuck she is, but um, she said that uh, um, if you don't want people to sing to use an offensive word, then don't don't include it in a song in the first place. Um, We all have to be careful about being hypocritical. The N word is and will always be offensive, no matter who says it. Okay, that statement alone is not true. There was a time when black people didn't mind at all. Before it became a slang word, uh, they called them that because they were from Niger in Africa. And it got, I mean, it, was a, it, it wasn't a slang word that it was had a, it, I mean, it was a slang word, but it didn't have the negative connotation that it has now. Where it's a Hugh Django on change. Like <laughs> Django. I mean, back I never in, way back that, in the I, day. I heard that, that was movie. very... Uh, very, very uh, it's a, yeah. big part of that movie. It's not a bad. I film. wouldn't it's watch not a bad that film. Is there hot black chicks getting banged by either black or white people? Um, you know, or Asian? Call. I don't think so. Or Hispanic? I mean, I'm not. Not, not that I remember. Course, a lot of our African American listening audience for the basketball program know that I'm a great guy all around and I don't hate anybody and I just make jokes. No, God, if I had Halle Berry, if I owned Halle Berry right now, anyhow, I'm just making... If I owned her, I'd set her free. Uh, No. Or I'd sell her to to you. But anyway. um, No, it's not about that. You know, it would be like... But I would do the same uh, if I owned uh, Pamela Anderson and I'm old. So... Excuse me for you, uh, Kate Upton fans, or whoever's the hot chick of the day these days. Not Kate Upton. Kate Upton in ten years will be a lot. She's like mess. thirty now, isn't she? Thirty something. She's got to be getting. I don't close, even know who's yeah. the hot young chick. I don't know. Probably don't. We probably don't even know who. Don't know who it is and don't care. All I know is that is just that is a backwards way to. It's a backwards approach. I said, you want somebody not to do something, then you can't do it. That's just, 
I'm trying to think of it like a terminology that we that would be used like in a country song. That, uh, but I'm not really coming well, up with anything David, that quite quite David matches Allen that. Coe probably, if you research David Allen Coe, he probably something that would be offensive to to others, uh, not of his ilk, if you will, um, if you will. But so who uh, sings? Um, uh, what the hell's that song? I, I don't know. It must be. Uh, uh, it would be like late '80s, early '90s country. Something about down in the hollow. You know, it, it might be. Uh, Al, Alan Jackson, or like that. Might be him too, but it would be okay. That's kind of a, a southern word in the hollow, down in the holler. All right. I, uh-huh. I just wrote this fucking multi-million-dollar platinum hit called "Down in the Holler," but I don't dare ever. Don't I? Don't want to hear a single person who isn't from. The southern states singing this fucking song with that word in it. You better beep that out. Well, that's just fucking stupid. Well, let me <laughs> ask you a question. Shoot. Is there video of this thing? Uh, this... Probably. I I didn't see uh, any, but it's it's been well documented that he. That, that I would I, I I would guess. That the chick is like three hundred pounds. Okay, you know that they don't get into. To know the words. Was in Alabama. Jesus, really? Just the fact, just the fact that Kendrick Lamar is singing in Alabama. It's almost enough to make you go, okay, like. Oh, play me some mountain music. Mountain music. Um, you know what? I, I have not seen a... Uh, there doesn't appear Kenneth to be a photograph. Ladies and gentlemen, Randy Owen, give it up. Put your hands up. DJ Damn. Khaled is in the house. Uh, don't bring that fucker up again. <laughs> All right, yeah, like I said, I just... It's just a DJ word. DJ Muhammad Atta. Is it is it an ugly word? Guy. Yes. Should you use it? No. But that goes for everybody. You can't take that word and give it 72 meanings that it's okay to say it on Tuesdays after 4 o'clock if you're white or black or whatever the case. No, no, I'm allowed to call anybody I want a nigger. That's okay. Well, no, if it's a, if it's a bad word, then it's bad, and it's bad all the time. You I just call it Starbucks. You can't. Starbucks. Never mind. Go ahead. Continue. You and your I'm, I'm cracking myself up here. I, well, stop. All right, anyway. So I think that's in my world. And then, too, let's not forget, I live in Canada, too, where the problem is not the same as it is south of the border for you gentlemen. Where right. you know, there's people aren't being people aren't being shot for that kind of shit up here. So maybe that's part of my outlook on it. Is is it's just I would say most Canadians would just find that silly. It'd be like I you got MS. You, you, I rode this. What? Well, you're in the middle. I was going to not interrupt you, but do you have MS-13 up there? So we have to secure the borders up top too. MS-13. What the hell's that? See exactly. Um, it's not to be confused with our good Mexican friends and our uh, legal residents and all those, but 
MS-13s are those uh, people that the left uh, is the left. Wait, what am I, right or left? When, when I'm real, what's the real fucking thing? I'm a righty. You're a, um, You're a conservative. The left You're a uh, got mad that Trump called MS-13 animals. MS-13 is a tattoo-faced, yeah. maniacal group that have murdered, like, I don't know, 20 people in Long Island. Uh, don't quote me on that. It might be 19. You fucking dicks. They quote me on shit. <laughs> you lied. But, it was 18. You're so wrong. Yeah. But actually, the, you know, the, the type of people that, that call us out, like, for verbal mistakes and stuff, they support, like, fucking racism. So I don't know if that's good or bad. But anyhow, uh, MS-13 is this group of violent fucking animal uh, Mexican-oriented and I love when fucking black NBA basketball players say, I was uh, orientated. No, you weren't. You weren't sitting in a room being fucking welcome to a job. You were oriented. Anyhow, uh, not to be confused with Asian, orient. I don't know where I'm going with this. You were 13 is violent. Yes, that's old. You can't throw salt like Mr. Fuji. <laughs> but these fucking guys that are in MS-13 were called animals by President Trump. And the left which don't like anything he says, says they're not animals. And, he, he, you know, they were trying to pivot the uh, public notion to think that he called Mexican-Americans or Mexican... Yeah, well, uh, they do that Great the Mexican time, people. Though. And not what he was referring to, bait-and-switch bullshit. And it's just... They do well, it all the time. I wish there was anything about... Go ahead. I wish, I mean, we're on uh, advanced, like, technology where we can be heard. But I wish besides, like, us and our partner, Nate, and a few others, like, you had to, like, have a background check and only certain people had access to get their fucking stupid opinions out there because that's where all the problems came from. That's where all the school shootings and all that shit came from. You know, you can have, like... the trouble with the whole thing is there's nothing wrong with having a different opinion. It's healthy, in fact. If everybody thought exactly the same thing about everything, well, that, what would the point be? But then there's and it goes and it goes in both directions too. It's just not the left. The right is just as bad. You know, well, every black guy is a criminal. Okay, well, no, they're not. Not even close. Um, well, every other one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> See, but we can joke about it because it's just ridiculous. To even think that that's what I would mean when I said that, but like the like the the illegal immigrant thing, particularly Mexican illegal immigrants and the dreamers and all that stuff, there are people in the United States that think it's quite okay. Did you say the beaners? The beaners. You mean the beaners. Taco, oh, you said the dreamers. Beaners. Dreamers. You know that people came to this co- your country illegally, stay there illegally. And that somehow that should just all be just washed away, despite the fact that your country has a immigration policy and there's a legal way to become a citizen, blah, 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 blah. I, I've heard people say, especially about that particular thing, well, it's what, what does it matter? You know, sure, they broke the law, but it was 20 years ago. Who cares? All right. Um, I robbed a bank 20 years ago. 
We just let that or killed somebody 20 years ago. We can let all there's a there's a statute of limitations on all crimes now. If you're an illegal immigrant, you're an illegal immigrant. I don't think there's no gray area there anywhere. You either are or you're not. And if you are, you can't be all that like you see these guys. I can't believe they're going to send me back to wherever the hell I came from. Why are you so surprised? Why is this? This shouldn't be any surprise at all. You don't, you're not supposed to be here. Well, logic has rears its ugly head again. Yeah, and logic, no, and that's what. Well, just we need to do the right thing. Yeah, send them back. We have it here too. Speaking of Mexicans. Speaking of Mexicans, that's fucking uh, Molina. I was watching some hidden gems on WWE TV on whatever the network. Molina Perez you're talking about? And, you know, I met Molina uh, lately in the last year or so. And, you know, she had her hair up and, you know, it added a little age to her. But when she was with MNM, Joey Matthews, as I know him, but Joey Mercury and Johnny Nitro when she was fucking Johnny, Johnny Nitro. Nitro. Man, what a piece of Rick and a- I mean Mexican ass she was. And she was if she woman, wanted yeah. to jump the border, I would fucking pull down the barbed wire fence. You can't have the tattoo face guys come in here and just kill everybody. No, there's a way to do it, and those rules have to be the same for everybody. We're right back to where, and that goes for white people with privilege or money, too. Nope, you don't get to come into the country just because you've got some relatives who live here who happen to be rich or wealthy or uh, in government or whatever the case may be. Nope, the rules have to be exactly the same. What's that? I said, or landscapers. Yeah, or, or, yeah, okay, I guess owning a 7-Eleven wouldn't count for the Mexicans. Um, Uh, That's the Indians. That's that's a different bunch, but yeah, I mean it's just common sense. Like there again, we're back to common sense. Um, oh well, we can't we can't expect them to live in their own country. Why not? If they're so smart and such great achievers here, why don't they go back to their own country and fix the mess there? Well, I don't because nobody really wants to live in Mexico. Mexico let's be honest. Glacial Clifton Heights. Glacial Clifton Heights is getting pretty shitty. My neighborhood that I grew up in and. Since I, uh, I, I again. decided to have a child with a piece of shit whore and had to come back to here from oh, a better beep. upgrade. Yeah, hold on. Beep, 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 beep. Let's erase that. <clears throat> okay, <clears throat> Anyhow, uh, yeah, Clifton Heights is getting a little weird. And uh, if I wanted to escape, I would probably uh, exhaust all the channels of my resources and, you know, I would think there would be a way out. Um, I think there's ways out for other people, but they would rather just kind of sneak the fuck in and work for $3 an hour and live eight in a one-bedroom apartment, efficiency, et cetera, et cetera. And, shit, and, and shitting your pants every time that somebody knocks on the door that it's not the immigration service finally caught up with you. Or somebody ran yeah, you out but, or... But if you're a hot chick listening to this or if Armando's taking it too seriously, well, can, I'm just fucking around. Okay, yeah, you, could ma- you can save one. You can marry one of them. I'll marry a fucking Molina. Yeah, I mean, you can save I one. Would. You can marry her and probably get a green card that way, I guess. I think, anyway. Not sure. 
Up here, that's how it works, anyway. I would swallow Chavez Ravine with her, anyway. <laughs> okay, I got that joke. Chavez Ravine, which is which is where who plays? Um, Los Angeles, I think. I forget. Very good. I guess yeah. the Dodgers. Yeah, the, Do- the Dodgers play at Chavez Ravine. Very good. Um, so I heard uh, on the grapevine that you guys had a, uh, a a a local who became famous returned to her roots the other day in the uh, as they say the upper yeah. area. Yeah, Upper Darby is my the, alma mater. Tell us about uh, who who was from there and who arrived there, and well, I'll set it up for you. Apparently, the school. Uh, told their students that uh, on Tuesday, you know, if there's a day of school you don't want to miss, it's tomorrow. Like, don't not come to school tomorrow. Apparently, of course, that kept half the the fucking school skipped out. But then uh, when when kids who didn't play hooky on Wednesday showed up at their school for classes, uh, who was there to meet them? Well, in... uh... 1987, I was supposed to graduate. We don't want to go into detail about my high school life, but I ended up uh, in what I consider the greatest class ever of 88. And in world cultures one year, and maybe one or two other classes, but specifically I remember world cultures about two desks behind me to the left I remember like morning roll call and like is your assignment up, Mrs., Mr., et cetera. And I remember the teacher whose name I don't remember, but he had dark hair and he would be like, uh, Elizabeth Stamatina Fay. And that was a, a Greek full name of the very famous mean girls, Tina Fay. Saturday Saturday Night Live fame and what have you, and she was the quietest, um, slashed with a knife on her front lawn there in Upper Darby, which was actually a nice neighborhood back then. I don't know how the fuck that happened, but she still has remnants of the scar. I, I believe, uh, even though she's kind of on the left, if you will, she's a comedic genius, um, but I had no idea, and she was three feet away from me my whole high school experience and uh, was in the AV club, which we kind of made fun of and plays and so forth, which I had no idea that I'd probably do now in, in hindsight. But uh, I was a basketball, baseball player, pussy football player, because I only had one testicle, which I'll get into later. But... um <laughs> Yeah, Tina Fey returned to Upper Darby, class of 88, check it, Eddie, Google it, whatever the fuck you want. I was probably her fucking crush and didn't know it. If I knew it, I've beaten myself up over this because I did stand-up and did everything else and dopey podcasts and whatever the fuck I've done. And a comedic genius, I... In, instead of uh, knowing Amy Polar, I'm bipolar. And that was a non-prepared fucking hacky line on a play on words, but who cares? Um, but she returned to my area, unbeknownst to me, 
because I can't be within 500 yards. Of, never mind. I don't even want to bring that up. Well, but, they, they, no, they were not allowed I, I didn't know about it. it. Was her. There's no restraining in, the, in their def- in your defense. They they weren't allowed to announce that it was her. That was part of the deal. Was that it had to be? Wow. She was shooting. Um, she was shooting film for Mean Mean Girls. The uh, on the Broadway, like the musical or some fucking thing. I actually know the girls that she wrote about: Karen Smith, Gretchen Smith, uh, Megan George. She sw- swapped the names and so forth, but. Uh, <laughs> it would it would be very impressive if she went through social media and uh, included them. I don't know if that's the case, but that would, you know, she made up a story about a book that it was based on, but, you know, and then the she brought book. in uh, Tim Meadows. Tim Meadows is a brilliant fucking comedian. Oh, he's, he's, he's hilarious in that movie. I mean, I never saw a stand-up or anything, and I wasn't totally impressed with Saturday Night Live. But the ladies' man is kind of funny, and and any movie he's been in, he's been pretty good, and he killed in that movie as that fucking uh, baseball bat wielding principal, uh, whatever the hell his name was. Yeah, whatever that movie was, and touche to her for doing a callback of that movie with him. But <clears throat> yeah, uh, had I known in world cultures that if I just just sucked face. Because she she has openly said that she didn't lose her virginity to age 24. And I'd have surely waited had I known the mother load was going to come. And uh, I'd probably be handsome right now. They have pictures of her at this event. She's 48 years old. So am I. I I would hashtag that till the cows came home. Hashtag which? Tina Fey. She's 48. Oh, oh she well, looks she, good. It's she hard to good. tell. Uh, there's a Twitter not Tina Fey that has... There's a not Tina Fey on Twitter that has several followers, and it's just a picture of, like, a Big Mac or something. Okay, so these, nobody really knows if she's active. The, there's pictures of her at the school. She looks good. Yeah. Like for forty eight, yeah. You told me, okay, well, this is this is what you get. Okay, <laughs> I'm not going to be too upset with this. I'll take this and then make it mine. Yeah, but then I probably would get divorced because of my opinions well, on uh, such things as Kendrick Lamar money. and stuff. Well, that's okay too. She wants to give me some of her money because she can't agree with my political stance. I'm okay with that. She's probably listening. Dirty little fucking slack. Well, I know she is. Come back to daddy, you little fucking freak. She wants to little Greek she freak. Wants to just let you know that uh, she still thinks about you, and uh, you know she's there's so still Greek. a chance. Uh, there's a chance. She has two kids. Her. She has two kids with probably some old man. I've never seen her husband, but she's probably uh, like five hundred years from old. What I remember. From what I remember, probably bagging dork. Actually, I'm gonna get honest. that bitch pregnant. She's probably banging him, Tracy. Tina Fey would laugh last at that. OG. She would laugh at that joke. That yeah, she's offended. cool. I mean, she's cool. She's but to uh, Jeff Richmond, oh, who's past geek? 
who's 57 oh. years old and past geek, Jeff Richmond, is an American composer, actor, director, producer, whoop-de-doo. He's an ugly motherfucker. I hope he's rich. He must be, because if he isn't, I don't know. Well, unless it's one of those love match things, but nothing to look at. You got him beat there. Actually, she's and been in younger. town for a couple of days. I took her to the After Hours Club, the Columbus Club, uh, a.k.a. Italian-American club, even though I'm not mm-hmm. Italian. But I'm a member for some mm-hmm. reason. And we were snorting coke all night Saturday, but, you know, allegedly. Well, you know, even uh, you know, Tina, Tina Fey needs to take a, t- a few days off. You know, she needs to go back to her roots, so to speak. That class of 88 produced produced not only Tina Fey, but in my homeroom of 233, to my right was a six foot seven, 290-pound freak of nature named Todd Rucci. He got a scholarship to Penn State, played on the offensive line when Kerry Collins was the quarterback. Friend of mine. Ended up on the New England Patriots, went to the Super Bowl blocking for Drew Bledsoe with Bill Parcells. They did not win. It was pre-Tom Brady. He may have played with Tom Brady, but pre-Super Bowl Tom Brady. And now he runs the fucking Pennsylvania Lottery Commission. And this is my, like, I I don't want to call him white trash, but my white trash buddy um, that was in my homeroom ended up in the NFL and playing for Penn State, playing in the Super Bowl, Playing a national championship, maybe I don't. I don't remember which year they were there or whatever. But uh, and and it also produced me. I mean, Christ, what a great school, yeah. a great year. I mean, that's pretty much the immense on the cake right there. global icons, three of them. I mean, multi-talented, uh, you know, film, television, comedy, music, podcasting, yeah. wrestling. I mean, lovemaker, yeah. extraordinaire. I mean, what's left? I mean, you know people well, no. in West Virginia, for God's sake. Yeah, I do. I mean, you, I mean, yeah, but that's not something you can say lightly these days. You know people in West Virginia who aren't related to one another. True that. One of them was playing poker tonight and fucked up because he went all in when I told him to wait till he got a pair of eights. <laughs> I saw that. I didn't want to bring it up, but I saw that. That he uh, that he had made a bit of a of a gaff there, as they say. Um, somebody's got to do it, though. Big Nate, you're the man. Um, all right, to the biggie for the week that just broke just the other day, or maybe even this morning it was. <sighs> to America's favorite pastime, accusing men of sexual assault. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Morgan fucking Freeman. <laughs> By all accounts, one Wait of the nicest Gloria... dudes you can ever meet. Random prediction. Gloria Allred already is representing the eight women. Oh, I don't know. That'll probably come out in the next day or two. They haven't even got God, that I love her yet. Beat her face with a baseball bat. Oh, God. She is like oh, the God. most evil of people. Just the worst of the worst. Just horrible. Yeah. So horrible. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, if I look up your skirt, 
I might see. <laughs> Listen, young lady. I like one time in 1918, there was a man that saw a girl in a skirt, and he decided to flip the skirt and see what she was wearing. And this is a lesson. And take it from me. Uh, if you could pull your panties down, and I will narrate the rest of this. Of course he hit on chicks. Bill Cosby and fucking... They, I mean, come on. But I mean... Okay, but this is the list of... I have the list in front of me, all right? He's not being accused of raping anyone or of any sexual assault. He's only being accused of sexual harassment. Um, Where the alleged... Depending where you come from. Yeah, the alleged lifting of the skirt. Um, CNN reporter claims Freeman told her she was ripe-looking when she was six months pregnant. That's going to get you in trouble. There is a beauty to a pregnant woman uh, six months ripe. in. They are ripe. I'd like to say like a flower, I can't remember like the a guy, pear, like a peach. I can't remember the guy's name from Shawshank, but do that line where he says, I'd like to say that he fought the good fight that day. Andy <laughs> but Dufresne? When the guy gets raped in the right. ass and, yeah, when Andy, I, I'd like to say that Andy Dufresne escaped with his, but he did when they when they ass rape him repeatedly in the jail. I can't remember the line entirely, but he says, I, "I'd like to say Andy Dufresne fought the good fight and justice prevailed, but it did not that day." This <laughs> is like okay, <laughs> what a deep dark part of the Shawshank Redemption that was. Right, Been Andy there. Dufresne got ass raped. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you'll have to. You're going to have to uh, clarify that with us. And, and and the flip side of this shit is, uh, which you probably wouldn't didn't know, uh, the city of Vancouver had just gotten ready to hire... Oh, you didn't know? Morgan. Sorry. You better tell somebody. I'm trying to tell somebody. Um, he had just been hired by the public transport. He was going to do all the voiceovers for public transport. He was going to be a bus Vancouver. driver? Art yeah, imitating life like, of know, driving Miss Daisy? Yeah, he was going to be the voice that you heard, you know, coming up in the next stop is the you know, whatever station or whatever it might be. But they've already dropped him. And the Screen Actors Guild is now considering stripping him of his Lifetime Achievement Award. And it's just like, holy fuck, the dust hasn't even settled on the story yet. And they're already taking him to the, you know, throwing him to the, the wolves already. It's fucking ridiculous. You know, I usually would side with the dude, as I have on previous editions of Tim and Tom. But any 80-year-old dude with earrings is a little bit creepy to me. Harrison Ford. <laughs> oh, now, now you're Morgan stereotyping. Freeman. You're triggering me now. I don't know, I man. Don't they know. look like that, uh, that dude on yeah. 21 Jump Street. What the fuck was his name? That feather earring, that stupid Italian dude. Not Johnny Depp, the other one that was supposed to be a star. Richard Grieco. Richard, Richard Grieco, yeah. That's, that's what they look Or the Rockers, early days of Marty and Sean. That's what fucking uh, Morgan Freeman looks like, a stupid fucking skirt flipper. I don't know. This whole thing is bullshit. It's Put him away for life at 80. By this story, have you ever? Did you ever get your hair cut 
by a barber. My haircut? Yeah. Did you ever get a haircut um, from a barber as a young boy? Well, <laughs> as a young boy, uh, yeah. this is a loaded question because I go a lot no of ways here. It's not that difficult, Tom. No, it's difficult because dodging. in Canada, in, Canada uh, in our age range, which we are very close, it might be different, but uh, – I believe it was uh, a hairstylist by the time I would get regular Okay, cuts. even 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 a female. Yeah, it doesn't even have to be a, a anybody. Anybody ever cut your hair? Did uh, did the sure. woman's breasts ever come in? Did a, did a woman's boobs ever come anywhere near your face? Uh, yes. Um, okay. So, now, can you go back? Can you go find that woman and go back and say, "You know what? On on reflection, it's only been 20 years. On reflection, you made me uncomfortable that day." And I'd like 20 to send it your earnings. Well, whatever. The whole point <laughs> We're talking is like you can't 35 years maybe, but or well the one the one that came up was should every every boy who ever played little league back in the day particularly sue every coach he ever had for patting him on the ass. Back well, when when that was the when that was the thing that happened, right? But in retrospect, I, I feel maybe that made me feel uncomfortable. I got lost trying to uh, do a Morgan Freeman on the spot imitation with a narration. Um, <laughs> where where are we in the story? Is it is it a bogus ass story? Is that what you're saying? Well, looking at people, like one of the comment, one of the women is upset because he you know he told her she looked nice, and then he looked me up and down. Okay, well, all right, maybe that's a creepy move. That's it, but it's certainly that's it's it? certainly not illegal. You didn't break any laws. Good lord, they should be arresting people at the bars by the hundreds of thousands every night. If that's the case, where's the outrage there? I mean, that happens Ugh. every time somebody goes out. I mean, what's the first thing if you're sitting in a bar drinking a beer with the boys? And the door opens and a chick walks in. What does everybody do? They look. And I mean, they're Speak basically yourself, saying that she should man. be. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. I you put your head down and the ladies talk about the lawn. Come yeah. into, sure you do. To come into these establishments, I mean, it's getting, it's getting ridiculous. I mean, it's one seriously. Thing, if, know, if, if, cause. if if what you just said about this, because uh, I didn't read up on it, but uh, I just kind of laughed when I saw his face. Uh, you know, it's just laughable as you're pointing out, but he, one of them actually is being quoted in real um, uh, reporting, national reporting. Um, I'm, I'm missing a word, articulating wrong, but uh, a credible source is reporting it and a lawyer is representing a woman who said he looked at me and said whatever you said. He look, You look nice and looked, looked me up and down as harassment? That's harassment, according to these women. Uh, a, oh, a former staffer alleged that when she met him for the first time on the set of a series, he looked her up and down and asked, how do you feel about sexual harassment? Let and me lick you up and do. down. Lick up and down or look up and down? Yeah, okay. And then, of course... um, That's an R&B song. 
You missed the fucking I reference. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know that. Sorry. Um, you know, Sorry, if I ever rushed. passed him by, if I passed him by, he would stare at me in an awkward way. Well, <laughs> okay, so what? One so what anybody with a lazy eye. One time he stopped, looked me up and down as I walked into a room of people, and then everyone started laughing, and I froze and felt uncomfortable. Well, you know what? Get over yourself. Or quit. You know, you, why did you stay there if you felt so? It's another case, you know, where they it was so horrible I couldn't stand it, but I never left or quit. I know. It's from. Is there anything? Is there any? Is there anything with more validity to it on on his not that I can find on here? Well, then this you know, this one should be said, the one. You know, it's this kind. Of, yeah, it's all this kind of shit. A woman said at a party that he wouldn't stop looking at her boobs. She claimed she told him my eyes uh, are up here. Okay, well, big deal. Okay, it's not against the law to look at a woman's tits. Well, you're not breaking any laws there. Like, the actual they'll be charge? thrown out of court. They'll be thrown out of court because but, black guys like asses. They don't like teddies anyway. <laughs> Motherfuckers get you know, in the way, you know what I mean? Here. All right. Tell me if you have not ever said this following statement. Male staffers also claimed that Morgan made shocking remarks about colleagues. He'd say things like, I'd like to spend an hour with her. Okay, I don't know what kind of a fruit banger you are or loser or a nerd that you think somebody's saying, I'd like to have an hour with her. If that is, that just sets you to off and that you can't deal with life anymore after hearing that statement. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> it's it's Morgan story. Freeman, not... It's Morgan Freeman, well, not Fairchild, right? Right. If it was Morgan Fairchild, well, I, would have, I might indulge her. Even now. Don't know what she's, she's about. What are you, Barry Manilow? Am I Barry right Manilow? over your head, isn't it? Yeah, he had a song called Even Now. Maybe I'm half a fag after all. Anyhow. Um, <laughs> you can't be pulling Barry Manilow references on me and expecting me to get them. Good Lord. Speaking of fags. You go, I mean, you got to go with the hits. you got to go with Mandy or Copacabana or something like that. I mean, you can't throw. Well, well, well even that was pretty goddamn him. emotional for me. But um, <laughs> why would he write those love songs? Like him and Luther Vandross were sucking cock like forever. And Another gay guy? I, you know, I, oh, I know gay people. Oh. I know gay people a lot. I mean... They don't More do that, than I right? am comfortable with knowing to, um, admitting to rather. And why would you write such heartfelt ballads like Mandy and the Luther Vandross shit, oh, like uh, "A House Is Not a Home"? And I imagine uh, all those... because the original, the original lyrics were "Oh Andy." And but just Andy, you just kind of jerked off with each other till oh, you fucking. Fuck something up your ass. And you came and There's you no left, romance and then in you that. came again. I don't know, dude. Not really. Uh, okay, well, are you, let's let's take it to another spot. Are you familiar with the uh, 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 rock band Hinder by any chance? 
Uh, sounds familiar. Do they have a hit yeah, they, or two? They had one. They, okay, they had one big hit, uh, "Lips of an Angel." Oh, I love that song. I'm trying to hear your voice, say your right, name, okay. it sounds so sweet. Oh, sweet. Okay, yes, excellent song. But women are, oh, my God, he's such a, oh, it's what a beautiful, I'm going to sing this song at my wedding. Dude, it's about a guy he's talking about another chick. has a girlfriend and wants to bang another chick. This isn't a love song. Yeah. It, it's fucking horrible. And yet women yeah. are like, oh, listen, this is me and my boyfriend. It's so like us. No, I hope not, unless you were the other girl. I get it. Honey, why are you calling yeah. me so late? That's her, right? Yeah. It's kind of hard to old lady. now. But his old lady yeah, is like in, in the, the room video. and he asks her. Yeah, and in the video, his old lady is like a fucking 12 out of 10. And this poor guy, he just he he wants to bang the one he doesn't have. Oh, you poor bastard! Fuck yeah. problems. Hashtag hashtag first world problems. Hashtag fuck Hinder, and not to be confused with Tinder. But I fucked that too because you well, know Hinder, Tinder uh, turned into. At least for my age range, Tim, Tinder because did. you're a married man. But me, yeah, I, I don't have for time Tinder. For it's like. I thought it was a sex site, a la the gay version of Grinder, and our the great Artie Lang uh, had a great joke who says, before Grinder, what did the facts do? They just went out front and go, "Hey, is anybody gay? I want to suck yeah. some cops." But yeah. um, yes, um, but Tinder was, I think Tinder was after Grinder, if I'm not mistaken, but uh, took I that. That deal, but it was it was supposed to be a fuck you tonight deal. I go on, and you know, I'll I don't know left or right, whatever you flip the, these women. I don't even and know. And at forty eight, I am not that I am a Brad Pitt at forty eight, but whatever. Uh, I can I can look good in certain fucking angles by the naked human eye, and. If if I'm searching a, a a match of sorts, I'll look at these chicks, and they'll be like uh, a perfect hairdo, and it'll be like a real estate agent. I like uh, you know walks and shit like that, and looking for LTR, not loving Tom Robinson, long term relationship. <laughs> And I'm like, well, hasn't, uh, I just got on Tinder because I thought I was getting laid at fucking 3.45 a.m. while I'm drinking. And you fucking cunts who failed in everything with your marriage and your stupid, ugly kids. And you fucking baggage-carrying motherfuckers that have standards. Fuck you and your long walk and your hiking. Everybody wants to hike. I, Fuck I you. I sunsets. I want to hike. I like to, drink, I like to drink wine on the deck. What are you, you a long snapper? <laughs> right. Yeah, but I don't know. Because you know what? I'll fucking punch. In the real world, that's right up there, though, with what do you want in a man? Well, I just want someone who appreciates me for what I really am and has a great sense of humor no, they don't. treats me right. No, no, you don't. No, they don't. You want a fuck? You want a fucking? Uh, you want Thor? Is what you want? And then when Thor doesn't treat you right, well, then you're a fucking basket case, most of you. See that's just that's the thing go. about these. Now you you don't have the uh, displeasure of being single at this point, but you know um, 
you know, oh, but a brother I was can for get lonely. Time, so. Yeah. A brother can get you. lonely, and technology is your best friend late at night, right? So. It's supposed to be anyway. I wish I could put on there. Um, a little overweight because I'm drinking a lot because I'm fucking depressed about the way shit went. Looking for not a slob, like somebody that gets a shower after work and doesn't smell when I go down on them and makes me sick. Um, other than that, let me watch sports and shit like that, and you just go and do cooking or something, and then we'll be buddies and hang out. Uh, cool. Thumbs up. But you can't put that on you there. you got to put a bunch of bullshit. No, you should try this, in all seriousness. But the Tim and Tom show is just taking a, a turn into the dark side. Um, put on there. I, I, I once was a great guy, was ruined by a woman. I need somebody to save me. Looking for that princess. I bet you that'll work. Women love to Yo, Dr. Phil. save a man. Take it easy, yeah. Dr. Phil. Women Women love to think that they can save you or change you. This is a dramatization, not actual footage. <laughs> I'm trying it. to save my life on air. Do it enough off. <laughs> What's wrong well, with you? Well, come on. I'm not being serious. Stop. Yeah, playing. unfortunately you are, and this ain't They're a serious like show. They're not a lie. I'm, I'm five foot eight and I weigh 110 pounds, and I have a C-cup. No, I'm five foot four. I weigh two twenty five, and I have triple A's or quadruple F's, depending on the the case. Triple A, Art Anderson. No, that's Steve Austin. I get my wrestler <laughs> impressions mixed up. Yeah, I drink. Yeah, earns earns only double A. Triple A, double A. I don't give a damn, and that's the bottom line. Cause Tom Robinson said so. No. Um, well, I never seen yeah, much. So, it was very valuable to anyone. The world was really, really waiting for. I got a couple more kind of lighthearted stories where I get. Well, I guess the cool. I want to look at it. Um, cool. Cause yeah, now I'm warming up, and now we're how how long we got? Oh, we got a half hour left yet. Oh yeah, I got a, I got a lot of yuck yucks. Okay, well, see what you can yuck yuck about this one, and there's got to be some jokes in this. Um, the almighty United States Air Force discovers that the vast majority of guys in missile silos are fucking ripped out of their minds on LSD. Over half. <laughs> I, I don't yeah. even really. I I don't really have nothing for that except I, it's cool. I mean, it's kind of a holy fuck moment, though, isn't it? When you think, like, all the talking, like, and I'm a Canadian, but, I mean, I still talk that talk, too, you know. And fucking Korea dares launch some missiles at fucking North America. My American friends will fucking nuke the shit out of those bastards. Well, maybe not. <laughs> when half our guys aren't even aren't even capable of fucking flipping the switch. That's kind of hurtful. Believe, believe it or not, I mean, uh, because uh, I've always had the anxiety and been kind of a... Uh, beer slash uh, benzodiazepam guy, a downer guy. Although I do enjoy an Adderall for anybody that might listen uh, here and there. Um, but I've never tripped, um, but I could imagine from what I've heard, I think it would be weird for me. I'd probably just 
you know, walk my face into a wall like 32 times and, you know, whatever. But I hear it's like, great. And if, if you're, if you're, how many, say that, say that headline again. All right. Over, over half of the airmen, I guess there's one spot where they, um, uh, that kind of controls all these guys that go out into the country and do this. Cause it is kind of a weird thing to do to sit underground in a silo waiting for the world to end basically. Um, but anyway, ha- have, a dozen of these guys had a drug ring and nearly half of the guys in this elite group, however many that is, it doesn't say how many were either convicted of using or distributing LSD. Which, believe it or not, here's the real kicker, which the Pentagon doesn't screen for in drug tests anymore. I guess it's not that common. Uh, the, the NASA, or I mean the, uh... the the government doesn't like if you if you go to, for this job and you have to do the piss test, LSD is not one of the things they're looking for. That's great news from a guy who's looking for fucking employment right now. Uh, I'll probably get turned down from Boston Market for a negative uh, Klonopin test. But <laughs> we see you haven't been doing LSD and could be. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yo, you'd be tripping. But I mean, literally, there goes a tripping, and that's that's just. I have no. I have no quips. I have no witty quips about that. Um, but I just think it's funny. I think like. I mean, these guys. Were, maybe, maybe it says more, more than. Maybe oh, it says more. Here. Okay. Like they also were on varying amounts of ecstasy, cocaine, and marijuana. Um, That's Lenny Dykstra. That's not that. <laughs> <laughs> Is that yeah, story we, coming yeah, up? We got to get to him. Yeah, we got to get to him. Um, like this guy said, he said, well, the thing about it was that uh, hours felt like minutes down there in the hole, as they call it. Oh, uh, I got so that. Says, no... I got that. Yeah, he said, but there's no way that I ever would have been able to respond if they had, if the bell had a ring. There's no way. So I wouldn't even have known what that bell was. I would have heard it, but it would have just been part of whatever experiencing I was experiencing at the moment. But they were they were responsible for 400 intercontinental ballistic missiles at this place. Nice. See that that's a bigger thing. That's a bigger statement, in my opinion, that we are so dominant in America as far as like you know uh, all our quote unquote uh, enemies that are potential. Uh, you know, excuse me for being patriotic uh, for a moment, but. I think that comes with the territory that we're like, dude, let's get all fucked up because if anybody fucks with us, well, all we have to do is launch one of them and we'll kill everybody. I think we're so dominant. Yeah, that, that is that's, true. We don't... Hitting back with 400 is a, probably not necessary. That's just an opinion, but... Um, but <laughs> I mean, it reminds me of the... Uh, although it wasn't drug-related, that fucking horrible... You were probably a younger man when that movie came out uh, with Matthew Broderick in it. Uh, I think it was called War Games, where the he breaks into WCW. the computer system. Yeah, War Games '98. That. that was it. 
No, I have no uh, idea about the, the Matthew Broderick thing. No, uh, yeah, it was a well, pretty famous movie. Is he uh, Sarah he, Jessica Parker's uh, old man? Yes, he was. He was not very old. He was. I think that might have even been pre. Um, uh, what the fuck is the one where he skips school? Mar- Ferris Bueller. It might even have yeah, been I pre- have three Ferris Bueller. I'm not sure. I want to have three names like Sarah Jessica Parker, like Jan Michael Vincent. I want to have like well, three names. You do have three names. I just don't know what well, your, your H is for, but but you've got three names. Well, no, I'm not going to put that out there. Okay, you want? I'm up for Darby. I'm up for Darby '88, motherfucker. I need another. Oh, you you want? Oh, so you don't want to be Tom Robinson at all? You want me to crown you with some celebrity? No, I'll be Tom. I'll be. I'm TR to the to the general public. Uh, I'll think of something for three names. You can have more than. I mean, a real celebrity does probably have more than one name, right? You know, they got their real name. Their real real name. I need fucking. I need a three part name, like Jan Michael Vincent. Feel more esteem. Well, see, and I wanted you know. to give you some puffy Caucasian. No. For when you for when you so, DJ, I want you to be I want you to be puffy Caucasian. DJ. Puffy I mean, if Caucasian I could host. Works. Speaking of hosting parties, I was going to say if I could host a party like Paris Hilton. Listen, I saw that fucking porno. One of them. I, apparently, there's two where she's like. Uh, just dead on one or whatever, but Kim Kardashian and all that fucking uh, Ray J dick. Oh, yeah, she's, hairy, a much, disgusting she's a much more attractive female ugh. to me than, than the Kardashians ever dreamed of being. Paris I mean, Hilton. If I had to look at a naked Paris Hilton or a naked Kim Kardashian, that's not even close. I've seen them both, and they're both, you know, attractive to look at, but actually just like, you know, I don't, I like to, you know, first thought of maybe I'm half a fag or whatever, but first thought of most males, and I've met a lot of males in my 48 years in existence, is, uh, oh, I'd love to hit that. My first, if they're really hot, is, like, I want to suck on those tits. I want to suck that ass cheek. I want to eat that pussy. <laughs> you get a boob. And then I want to hit that. So, like, with, early. with Kim Kardashian, with that Armenian bush, with, like, Ugh, yeah, that's fucking just garbage down there. Like, of course she's Paris gonna blame that little uh, petite, bang black pink dude. little clam thing there going. But Paris Hilton, herpes, hepatitis, whatever the fuck she's got. Still, she really good, did anyway. well with sucking that Rick Solomon's cock, and Rick Solomon fucks Pam Anderson too. So he, <sighs> she had herpes allegedly. Hilton had herpes allegedly. Pam Anderson has hepatitis, allegedly. And this Rick oh. Solomon, who has a shit dad body, which I could get in like a month again. Like, I'm over the shit dad, dad body. But in like a month, I could have his shit dad body. But I couldn't have his fucking... He has got like almost a Tommy Lee-like cock. But they were both sucking on it, and they both fuck him. And I'm just wondering, what the fuck is Rick Solomon? Like... You know, I'm not sure, sure what his claim to fame I mean, is, if he even has one, except for that. Paris Hilton is so wealthy and so fucking hot and dumb as a fucking rock. And, and Pam Anderson is uh, was my dream fuck. 
forever. Well, but she's a fucking pig who just likes those uh, Ritz, rockers. Yeah, she's yeah. You can keep her. Rick Solomon is a, according to this anyway, former film producer and now poker player who oh. is worth who is worth thirty million dollars and has nah, been motherfucker and has banged. Well, he was married to Elizabeth Daly, who wasn't bad-looking back in the day. Uh, Shannon Doherty and Pamela Anderson for spouses. Yeah, yeah, fuck him. So, Bastard. in July 2014, he won $2.8 million in the World Series of Poker. I'd beat his ass in fucking Texas Hold'em. And he's also 50, year, he's 50 years old, too, so... So he's gone the downswing, I would imagine. I've seen his dong, though. It's still fucking, I mean, man to man. It's it's real. It's bigger than mine. But I'm bigger than him every otherwise, and I'd knock you the fuck out, Rick Solomon, you faggot. Anyway, I'm jealous. <laughs> I never would have got that from that. Probably got Shannon Elizabeth on the download, too, because that hot, fucking crazy, dumb... Uh, American Pie cunt. I liked her. Yeah, I loved I her, but like she her. with her big... Every time she was in these stupid movies like Ryan Reynolds before he became Deadpool fucking millionaire, he'd be, like, making out with her on the sand, and I would imagine that it was me that she was talking to with these stupid movies, these rom-coms that I'd watch with my ex, and I'd be fucking looking at her wanting to kill her, so I'd, her. I'd escape watching Shannon Elizabeth with Ryan Reynolds and fucking whoever, and and think that I was with Shannon Elizabeth, and now the dumb bitch wants to save elephants, so she lives in South Africa. Fuck her. Yeah, Shannon Elizabeth uh, in um, American Pie. She plays it poker. Doesn't get much better. Doesn't mean, yeah, I've seen her play poker too. Doesn't get much better than that though. Her in American Pie, where she's like twenty years old or something there, and it's just like everything is exactly where it's supposed to be. It's like, uh, she's a badass God, bitch. She good. Some bitch. Well, you know, not everybody's not everybody can be smart, which will lead us into our last story about your good friend or, or not good friend, but someone you have some type or had some type of relationship at one point, Mister Mister Lenny. If you can't join him, beat the shit out of him, Dykstra. Ah, my boy. I uh, actually, Lenny. If Go ahead, tell me. I already kind of heard it, but go ahead and tell me what it is. Well, uh, what's the st- I'm, I'm not sure of the entire story either, except that Lenny had a, some trouble, some troubles with a with a driver too, didn't he? Well, uh, I'll take it that from he here, the, I guess. Yeah, you, if you fill in the I'll story, because you know this man. So. I'll go into business for myself. In the in the strange event that my old friend Gino Bisconte, who wouldn't drink with me ever, but now he's a drunk. What's wrong with you, Gino? You dope. Should have drank with me. That, we would have uh, fucking made millions. But you got anyway, minutes so rant. Yeah, I mean I don't have that long for Lenny, but uh, 1989, I guess 1988, somewhere around there. 1986, Lenny was the king of New York because he was the Mets World Series hero. Great player. Came to Philly, got traded. He stayed here, left his family up in Flushing or one of those fucking things up there um, in New York. Stayed at the guest quarters at the airport where I happened to be a Bellman van driver. 
So I happened to. This was 1986. To, well, 86, so he was with the Mets, but I don't think it was 86 when he came here. I think it was more like 88, 89. Oh, to Philadelphia, you mean? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, that would have been 89. And that's when I worked at the I just was saying that 86 was the year that Mets won the World Series, and he was the shit. Right, and he was a hero. And he come here, and I was a Bellman van driver, but also, you know, a young buck involved in professional wrestling, and I knew steroids and stuff. And uh, Lanny would uh, fuck. I don't give a fuck. I mean, uh, what the hell? I'm not exposing nothing on his behalf. I mean, his charge with the Uber driver, which I'll get into in a minute, uh, he put allegedly put a gun to the Uber driver's head, and in Jersey, Jersey laws, I got fucking pinched with my gun that I had legally, um, 2004, and it ended up working in my favor due to whatever. But it's a real serious thing in Jersey with fucking guns. Um, so anyway, I you know I believe that allegedly, if the Uber driver was allegedly telling the truth, that the cops recognized that it was a fucking. Uh, World Series hero from in between both their districts with the Mets and the Phillies and got rid of that gun charge because Lenny's uh, spent some time in jail before. Anyhow, the dude, and that's what he's called, the dude, or he's called Nails, he's he's the most like a pro wrestler of any other athlete that I've ever met. And, you know, I met a fucking shit ton. This dude... He would uh, he would call the bell stand and be like, "Yo, where the fuck is Tom?" I'd be like, "Tom speaking." He'd be like, "Yeah, he's fucking three twenty. You know who the fuck I am? This is Lanny Dykstra." I'm like, "Hey, Len, how you doing this morning? You know, I have to keep it professional because people are around and whatnot. I have to have fucking uh, a, a card that I got to read when I answer the Bellman fucking van driver thing." which I don't even want to fucking get into until some other time. But anyway, he knew me a little bit, and he, he realized that I wasn't an asshole. So he's like, yeah, go to the gift shop and get me the Daily Times, the fucking uh, uh, USA Today, which I don't even know if it's out anymore. The Philadelphia Inquirer, the Philadelphia Daily News. I'd be like, all right. And uh, the total cost at that time in the 80s slash 90s, whatever, late 80s, early 90s, whatever the fuck date, I can't quote. But it cost me about like 250 to get all those papers. He was obsessed with reading about himself. I would go up. He would either have a naked chick getting dressed and getting the fuck out of his room. It would smell like bad breath. You ever go into a room and it smells just like bad breath? Mm-hmm. Tim, that's, that's what it smelled yeah, like yeah. almost on a daily basis. But Ew. he always had poon. He always had some fucking quality poon tang. But they were he was always kicking them out by the time he called me. And I'd front the money, which I wouldn't do for a lot of guests, you know, because quite frankly, I didn't have it. But, you know, you never know what you're going to get with whoever. So, But it was Lenny Dykstra, and I was kind of a mark for him. And, you know, I'd spend the 250 and he'd go, thanks, man. And he'd hand me a 20 And this was like, you know, two, three times a week. So I'd put out 750 and get 60 bucks in return, a profit of, you do the math, 52.50, I believe, if I'm correct. But 
Nate's the calculus guy. A good, so anyway, a good, a good prophet, anyway. Yeah, and uh, then we we took a liking to each other for some strange reason, and he ended up letting me drive him to the vet and stuff. But he would open up to me, and he told me back then he was on steroids because uh, I would talk to him about wrestling, and he he hated wrestling at the time. I don't know if he ever changed, but he was like, "That's ah, fucking fake shit," and you know, blah blah blah. But he didn't know that he was just like the wrestlers, you know. And I would tell him. And, you know, I mean, it's not like uh, Lenny and me are best friends. And, I'm, you know, he's probably got books and shit that I'm not mentioning. But I had a certain little relationship with him. And I, I, I used to take him all around and what have you. And he took care of me greatly. But he would also just air his grievances about the world, like going over to 95 or Platte Bridge in Philadelphia. He'd be like, this fucking town's a joke, man. He has this little lisp thing in there. I don't know if he lost his teeth or something. I mean, he's got funny teeth and mouth and lips and shit. And this town's a fucking joke. And that hotel's a fucking joke. And I can't wait till my fucking family comes down. He ended up producing like two two kids that are uh, ones in the majors and ones in the minors or something or vice versa. Uh, Lenny, Lenny Brave System or some shit. But um, Lenny, Lenny would uh, have me take him to golf courses. And he would bet on the golf course shit and stuff like that. So he was fucking that shit crazy uh, way back then. And he he actually revealed before he revealed it to the public that he had a doctor that prescribed him like tests and DECA and shit. And to me, like in private drives, and you know, I would tell him that like I have friends that could get it to him, and but you don't want to trust a Bellman van driver douche that I was. But he trusted me enough, you know, to, to know that I was speaking his language. Long story short, his family ended up catching up and moving in for, like, they were having a house built or some bullshit. And they ended up, you know, checking out and stuff like that. But uh, since then, he went on to be fucking crazier than most 80s wrestlers, man. The same kind of dude. He got fucking, um, he was on the 93 Phillies, the Macho Row. And was like really beloved in this city and nicknamed Nails if he didn't have that before. And he just he just crushed man. And he has stories about allegedly paying two hundred thousand dollars for private investigators to get dirt on the umpires, where he was almost batting four hundred one year for most of the year, literally um, batting four hundred because he said his strike zone was so shrunk. Because if he get a called strike, he'd be like, oh, Kev, uh, nice strike there. Um, maybe I'll tell your wife, Erica, what you did in Tampa the other night. And all of a sudden, he'd, he'd be on base or, you know, you know, he'd walk or he'd look for a fastball. And he was killing it, man. And he's, But he's very white trash. And, you know, he produced two great athletes, I believe, Um with his penis, but apparently he's relapsed. I guess this is a uh, rehash story because he appeared on Howard Stern and talked about this, but this is one of those instances, my TR moments where I knew before everybody else did the kind of dude that he was. And to me, he's likable, but as a guy who's driven for Uber and Lyft, when you get somebody and they say, uh, it says the address, if, I, if Tim Dumbrella says he's going to, you know, 200 
Clinton Avenue and up at Arby, and I see it, and I'm getting eight bucks. And then he gets in, and Tim Dubrova says, dude, change the fucking thing, man. I'm just going to Wawa. And I'll be like, well, I can drop you off at Wawa, but I, I can't change the thing unless you change it. And that's literally the rules of the driver dynamic. You can't. You can't do it from your app. So apparently Lenny took exception with his uh, personality first, but also thinking he's elite and stuff like that. And he pulled a gun to the dude's head while he's all fucked up, drinking. And he's older than us, right? 55, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's all fucked up on ecstasy. He's got on him and coke and shit like that and pulled a fucking gun on the dude. Allegedly. There's no way, allegedly, there's no way I can tell you for a fact that if a gun's to your head and you're driving, that you could drive to a police uh, fucking facility and, and beep on the horn and run out. Lenny was probably so fucked up that he did that in a blackout. And I'm not defending him, but he probably did that in a blackout from knowing Uber driving and knowing Lenny. <laughs> Excuse me. He probably did that in a blackout, like, whatever. And the dude, he probably fell asleep, and the dude was like, fuck this. I'm getting out of here while I can, and went right to the thing and did that. And then, in my opinion, allegedly, the cops in Jersey realized who it was, and were like, well, we'll dispose of the gun, but we got to give you something well, to fuck face. The, that is the story that upon arrival... The police found everything else that the Uber driver mentioned, but no gun was was found. So, yeah, you're done in Jersey. Way. I mean, especially if you are if you've already spent time, he would have spent his life in jail in Jersey. If uh, well, he's been you know. in so much trouble that it's it's ridiculous. That's what doctors in Alabama will write your scripts for. Uh, Remember Chris Benoit? You know, he had a doctor in Georgia or Alabama <laughs> or something. I, I, that name that name rings a slight bell. Didn't he get himself into a smidgen bit of trouble once more? Yeah, he got himself in a little trouble, and his family for that matter. But um, thank God Lenny's never killed nobody. But pulling guns on the head, Lenny Dykstra, you dumb fuck nails. I was your yeah, old uh, yeah. little stooge boy, but I was also an Uber Not driver. Cool. Stop. Or if you if you were if you're so fucking broke that you got in there and then realized you couldn't pay for it, because he's in the hole like millions and millions of dollars with uh, all the lawsuits and times he's been sued and. and did yeah, you know that he wants, but uh, I mean, he once bought uh, Wayne Gretzky's mansion. He couldn't even sell Wayne Gretzky's house. It was wasn't it on a golf course? Uh, I I don't remember, but I, you know, he paid. He paid significantly more than what it was worth because he figured he could flip it because it was Gretzky's place, and he right. never even came close. And he ended up, uh, he ended up in jail out of that one because he was stripping some of the stuff out of the house and selling it for money. Even though he, you know, he can't do that, of course. But <laughs> yeah, he's, well, he, I mean, he's like reading his reading his file of all the trouble he's been in is just it's incredible. You know, if we who... celebrate, you and I, if we celebrate guys, because I met the dude and stuff, 
if we celebrate guys like Rowdy Roddy Piper, Ravishing Rick Rude, Mr. Perfect, Kurt Henning, et cetera, um, for their life, for their talent, their performance, and the way they carried themselves and their great stories and stuff, you know, it, it's kind of like, I don't know, it, he's just one of those uh, – now, I'm not – I'm not endorsing putting a gun to an Uber driver's head by any means, but he's kind of one of those old fucking souls that are just like an mm-hmm. '80s wrestler, and he 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 managed to survive. He's and living in another even world though he's, now. Even of. though he claimed bankruptcy and all that other shit, and I know he's got still money stashed because he used to. Go ahead. He's still kicking somehow. Yeah, he used to stash, you know, he used to he used to hustle on a golf course. Apparently, he was uh, as, as good at golfing as he was playing baseball, and he used to play for money, big money. I mean, he's beat Michael Jordan, allegedly, for like six figures, you know, and he would do the Mr. Perfect scam, and I don't golf, so I think golfing's kind of faggy. But uh, for my rich friends, but and plus I don't get it's off. Not my day. thing, but to be good at it, you got to you got to you got to be good at it. You know. Well, him and him and Kurt Henning for for a comparison were very good, and from what I heard, they did the same deal where they would like uh, sandbag it and keep it close, and then the last you know the back nine they would just crush their whoever bet money, and everybody be drinking and shit. And they'd end up killing these fucking other celebrities. So, yeah, that's Lenny Dykstra in Lenny. a nutshell. Well, but uh, I, I mean, I you, hope you he doesn't think, do life. But... Yeah, who knows what kind of trouble he's going to get into? That they haven't got to that part yet, so we'll have to we'll have to keep our eyes open on that one too. And you said you said you couldn't do sixteen minutes, but you damn near did. So. We got a minute left, so we should probably wrap this shit up. Get one done on time for a change. That's fair. <laughs> we're, we're not very good at that. So, uh, so thanks to everybody who was listening to another week of crazy celebrity nonsense. And God only knows uh, now. Apparently, looking at people is a crime. And don't go to the Walmart and steal cart. Uh, and all the other things Daisy. I can think of. <laughs> Touching Miss Daisy coming soon to a theater near you. Uh, Tim and Tom production. I like it. Uh, so uh, yeah, I guess uh, Sunday, uh, Sunday night roundtable. Looking forward to that. Might even sneak something in sooner possible. So keep your eyes open on the Why Men Can't Jump uh, Twitter and Facebook for in case something does come down the road. Because you never know with us. Sometimes we just get the urge to pod. You got 30 seconds, Tom, to take her home. Well, I'd just like to say, uh, on behalf of the Academy, no, fuck off. Um, if anybody is a first-time listener, thank you. Tim and Tom, uh, I was pissed off at Draymond Black tonight for resisting arrest with the ball. And uh, that's it. Um, follow at Jump, follow at TR Shock, and, you know, know the difference between our fucking sarcasm and our sports shows and shit, assholes. Beautiful. That's it, That's it from us. We're out of here. Peace.